Welcome back to Moments with Moni. I'm so glad you're here. Today, we will hear about the tale of two atoms. Well, this is Easter week or Holy week or Passion week as some people call it. And what in the world do two atoms, the tale of two atoms, have to do with Easter? I'm not talking about science and those little atoms that contain positive and negative ions and a nucleus. No, no, no. I'm talking about the person, the name of Adam. The first Adam was a man that was placed in a beautiful garden with trees all around him, with food to eat. There were fruits and vegetables and herbs for him to eat. There were animals for him to look at. And and the first Adam was even asked to name these animals. Along came a woman and she was placed in the garden for him because it looked as if he was by himself. All the animals had someone. It was time for Adam to have someone. And they wandered through life together in this beautiful garden. There were trees and there were special trees. In fact, there was one that they were told not to touch. Well, that's what Eve said. But Adam was told not to eat from the fruit of that one tree. He only had one rule to obey. And guess what? No, he couldn't do it. He did not obey that one rule. Rather than living life in this beautiful place with everything he could ever want or need, with a loving God and a loving woman at his side. Adam listened to the stranger that entered their life and told them that that one command, that one rule, was only there to control them. It was a lie and that they would not die if they ate from that tree. At that point, Adam had a choice to make. Was he going to follow God's command or take life into his own hands and choose his own destiny and make his own way in life and pull up his bootstraps and make something of himself in this world. He chose his own way because of God's love and mercy for Adam. God did not destroy Adam right then and there, but he picked he and Eve up and put them outside of the garden where they couldn't get to the other tree that would make them live forever in a sinful state. In a world where there's lying and stealing and murdering and so much more ugliness. But that was just the beginning of the story. You see, many centuries later, there was a second Adam that entered the world. And instead of doing his own thing, choosing to do life on his own terms, he came to earth to live in obedience to God. 
He lived by the instruction book that came along with this world, the manual that showed him how to live obediently to God. But not only that, to show all of mankind that's here on the earth that he's here to fulfill all the covenant promises that God had given to mankind. This second Adam came down from heaven, was born, well, we celebrate his birth at Christmas. This second Adam was the only begotten son of God. He ranked higher than the angels, and yet he made himself willingly lower than the angels and became a man, a human being just like us, so that he could come here and live among us and show us what God was like. All those red letters in the Bible, those are the words that Jesus spoke, specific ones for us to listen to, understand, to take into our hearts, and to see what God was like. Those that were alive at the time had a front row seat as to what God was like through seeing Jesus. Blessed are they because they saw and believed, and even more are we today. We are more blessed because we did not see him, and yet we still believe. What is it that we believe? We believe that the second Adam came to earth, was born in a barn, lived a sinless life in obedience to God, lived a life of ministry showing people what it's like to be obedient to God, to reconcile them back to him. And yet there were others on the earth that didn't like what Jesus had to say, didn't like what Jesus, the second Adam, was doing. So they plotted to kill him. They broke the rules of their own government and plotted a trial to kill him quickly before their own holy day began. Even though Jesus was perfect and sinless and loved others and tried to show God's love to everyone on earth, these people that wanted him killed, they made sure that he did die. But first they tortured him, and then they killed him on a cross. That enemy who came into the garden with the first Adam thought that he had finally won the war. You see, the enemy was on the lookout for the man-child that would be born and thwart the plans of the enemy. Oh, but little did he know that God is still in control. You see, the enemy played right into his hands. For the enemy did not take the life of Jesus. The second Adam, Jesus, gave his life willingly for you and for me. But you ask, how did Jesus win if he died on the cross? Well, he did die. He was buried. But on the third day after he was buried, he came back to life. Hallelujah! That grave did not hold him. Nothing can and nothing will. Jesus is now in heaven, seated at the right hand of the Father, the right hand of God. He's waiting in heaven until his Father says, it's time to come back and get your bride. 
and we will hear that trumpet call soon. So as we take time this week to meditate on all the events of Passion Week so long ago, know that our future and the enemy's future is already written in those last books of the Bible, in Revelation. Chapter 19, the enemy's going to get his. And those that trust in Jesus will reap their reward. They will be with him forever and ever and ever. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. There is a week here now that we can spend contemplating what Jesus went through on our behalf. To help us do that, I'd like to share a music number that I was a part of and many others were a part of. This was a team effort that will help us understand the trial and the suffering that Jesus went through on our behalf. something to me 
Thanks so much for listening, and I invite you to visit the blog Moments with Moni, where you can listen to any of the podcasts. I invite you to share one of the episodes, this one or any of the others, with a friend or a neighbor or family member. I also invite you to follow the blog or the podcast. It's free. The subscription is free. You can follow along anywhere where you listen to podcasts or on Captivate, which is what I use for my podcast. So you can see the banner on the front page of my blog. Captivate has been a wonderful program and company to help me spread the word of God. Till we meet again here, there, or in the air.